All right, children, gather around, gather around. We're going to talk about Over the Garden Wall today. Uh, uh, I didn't watch Over the Garden Wall. Ain't that just the way? No peaking. No peaking. <laughs> God, I love Daniel Craig in that movie so yeah. much. We were just talking about Knives Out, and yeah. oh, uh, shit. a lot of the buzz around it suggests that his character in that movie could create like a new little franchise. Oh. Like it could be a new series where he's oh just like a, a detective, like a yeah. Hercule Poirot-style oh, detective. Yeah. Yeah. That's brave of you to, to choose that name. Really, it's just anytime someone tries to say Hercule Poirot... It's tough. It's like pooping out of your mouth. <laughs> and I it's a nice name, but it's hard for me, a, an nice English name? speaker, I to feel say like she fucked up. I don't you I, think it it's has on like, Agatha? It has <laughs> almost every vowel sound in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh ooh <laughs> ah woo. <laughs> oh, the famous woo. Oh, yes. Oh yes, that old that old game. A E I O woo. <laughs> classic <laughs> god man do you it does sound like i think you're right i think it's like a like she made a mistake yeah where someone was like what's his name and she was like hercule and they were like what's his last name and she was like and they were like cool just wrote it down yeah yeah or it was one that she wrote down and never said out loud until the book was done and she's like shit this is all pre-audio books so she didn't really have to worry about how it was pronounced true that's true no one ever read books aloud yeah no before audio books so true and i'm glad we know that fact the invention of the spoken word was audible yeah it's weird to think yeah it's just like weird to think it really makes you think man thinking weird weird when you think about it, oh. <laughs> a galaxy brain take that's just like all thinking. thinking. Am I right? Thinking's thinking. weird when you think about it. Oh. Thinking. Thinking about thinking. Thinking, 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 thinking. <laughs> anyway, now you have a degree in philosophy. Thank mm. you. Show me the funny. Speaking of Tom Cruise or Colin Farrell. Who's We don't say? know who was in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> that's true. So I'm gonna. I'm, that's gonna be a fun game. Yeah, historians will argue. <laughs> oh, speaking of fun games, <gasps> I put on the Flophouse group yesterday. Oh, Bond right. knows about this. I came up with a game yesterday uh, that apparently it, it it has gained some traction. I'm very happy about yes. that. Is uh, you take any title and you replace the word the with that darn. Ooh, that's good. It's oh, very that's good. really good. <laughs> oh no, because immediately the test of that game is always the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. So Somebody did it. My that, personal yeah, favorite. My personal darn favorite of that. Lord of the of that. No, no, no. Darn here, here, ring. Here's my favorite one that somebody did <laughs> okay. for that. Yes, it's 
that darn lord of those darn rings, yes. that darn return of that darn king. Yep. <laughs> oh, because it's like a, 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 a it's a little poem. I love it. It's a straight up banjo tune, is what that <laughs> is. It's so wow. good. The longer the title, the yeah, it's funnier oh, every man. time. And the more thus. Yeah, <laughs> man, that that's darn really good. good, that darn bad, that darn, and that darn ugly. <laughs> That darn Chronicles of Narnia. That, that darn, darn lion. That darn wish. That darn, 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 darn wardrobe. <laughs> God, that's good. It's that man. darn. People fucking ran with that shit. Oh, yeah. Somebody oh. did do uh, The Thief, the, uh, the Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Her mm-hmm. Lover. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so that's, well. That's, that's I was awesome. like, uh, also, uh, Raiders of That Darn Lost Ark. <laughs> it's very good. Raiders of That Darn Lost Ark. We just can't keep track of this arc. <laughs> keep slipping out of my fingers like so. How's oh, the. One that was actually kind of a punch up to the original title was Doctor Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love That Darn Bomb. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like honestly yeah. that kind of makes that title better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially for the point. kind of movie it is. Yes. Yeah, Perfect. it fits perfectly. Wow, mm. like a glove. Welcome to Contextual Deviants. My name is Christian Hagen. Each episode, we watch a movie, then we talk about it through a series of randomly generated critical contexts <gasps> given to us via our contextual computer. We don't know how we're going to talk about it until we talk about it. B- through prompts. Uh. <laughs> um, anyway, joining me as always on this journey of discovery and adventure and learning and fun are my dear friends and co-hosts, Misters. David Gudgee. Oh, hey there, baby. <laughs> and, and Matthew Bond. Well, hi. Aw. Two different energies that both warm my heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, this is our second sort of deviation huh, from our usual yeah. formula in that we're not doing a flim. Nope. We're doing a mini series for the second time uh, after Russian Doll on Netflix. We did that. That was fun. That was a good time. Everyone liked that. So we're doing another one. Yeah, this it's, time. It's really cool how you're like holding on to both sides of my shirt around my head. And it was shaking fun. While you say <laughs> David. It's, it's nice that you're how you're touching me. It's good. Good touch. All right, well, I'm going to isolate that and use that for later in court. Anyway. That? Oh, okay, that went a different way. Is that way what you call your bed when you're masturbating? In court. In court? I'm yeah, in court. In court. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm in court. Sorry, I'm in sorry. court today. The judge is in session. <laughs> That's not what they say. All court rise. Is I'm a master barrister. <laughs> hey. Um, <laughs> we're doing, in a completely different tone to that, <laughs> the miniseries we're doing this time around is... The animated Cartoon Network miniseries Over the Garden Wall. It's perfectly autumnal. It stars Elijah Wood, John Cleese, as uh, guest stars including John Cleese, mm, Tim mm-hmm. Curry. Oh, so many. Uh, I mean, so many people. So Christopher many. Lloyd. Oh, my God. Mm. I almost said Christopher Reeve <laughs> instead of Christopher Lloyd. Oh, different. Different, uh, yeah, different. So Ooh, different. Yeah, different. Different. Different mortality. Yes, different <laughs> states of being states alive. Of mortality. Uh, it is a big way people can be different. <laughs> as far as like categorizing, it's like intersectional mortality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> intersectional mortality. That's good. That's good. I think um, it's a valuable concept. Go it is on. important in the discourse. Um, <laughs> Over the garden wall is an adorable autumnal little feature uh, length project 10 episodes of 12 minutes a piece currently streaming on hulu or on cartoon networks uh streaming video service on their website presumably yeah. i don't know uh, I'm assuming soon to be on hbo max like everything else God, everything um wow. 
yeah, you could probably, and of course, you know, on demand if you have cable on demand. But anyway, I highly recommend, we highly recommend mm. giving it a watch uh, before you listen to this show as we are going to break it down and fuck with it. But it's it's a very sweet little show, family friendly. Uh, fuck yeah. Engaging, entertaining. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good for all ages. It is. It's funny. It's sweet. It's I've a watched little it spooky. at a lot of ages. And it's been good at every one of them. So, so far, so good. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I've been at least four different ages when I've watched this, and it's it's nailing it every time. Mm, mm, mm. It hits all the notes. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you watched it? Four. Yeah. Um, that checks out. Yeah. Because yeah. every time you watch it, you're technically a different You're age, technically so. a different age, yeah. yeah. I was going to catch you in a lie if you'd said more than four. <sighs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a gotcha journalist. That was a trap. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. You do that to friends? Yeah. Only hey. to, I, I I make trap music. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right, which is which is a trap in and of itself. Yeah. All trap music is a is, yeah. a, is a trap. <laughs> That's why it's called that. Yeah. You listen to it and you just can't stop because it's so good. Oh, yeah, it's good. You're trapped in the rhythm. Yeah. One of these characters is imagining the whole thing. Who is it? Oh. oh my god this is a, like a really legitimate one yeah one of, uh, in case you didn't hear that one of these characters is imagining this whole thing who is it now oh. this brings up Ooh. many questions it does is the frog sentient and it's the frog could be the frog yeah <laughs> is it the highwayman could be the highwayman. He, he makes sense. Hands. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you work. I'll work with my hands. What, what if it's Mrs. Langtree? Ooh, it could be. Could be. might be my favorite character in this <laughs> entire series. For the apple that it, he gave to me. Her every line delivery is yeah. so good. Perfect. The uh, the 100%. police officer seems pretty whimsical. So maybe poli- he's just oh, like maybe this is what yeah. happened to these guys after they oh jumped over the car wall. Yes. Just kidding. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was if if. That were the last line of this show. If as it faded to black, that police officer said, "Just kidding, Happy Halloween." Yeah. Then it would be all in his head. Yes. But it was in it was in reverse, so it's like yeah. an Easter egg that yeah. people have to do. It's like the end of Cloverfield. <laughs> this movie is about as uh, intense and Easter egg filled as Cloverfield, so I think that's a good comparison. There's a lot yeah. of going uh, on. Yeah. on. Um, <laughs> True. That was a hiccup. Um, <laughs> it was an so, emphasis. Percussive. So for a percussive hiccup. Huh. So the question is, but according to this context, Ready, only better, one right. character can be imagining this whole thing. Mm, yeah. And otherwise it doesn't exist. Otherwise right. it doesn't exist. Wow. And the tough thing is that must necessarily include the scenes in the supposed real world in the last two episodes. Oh, yeah. you're right. That's right. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, here's here's a basic one, but I think it's interesting. Wirt. Not because, because like that's obvious. First yeah, of all, sure. it's obvious. That's kind of what the show posits about. It seems to be implying. About yeah. the imaginary or maybe real place where they get sucked. It's hard to say. It's very whimsical. But then when they come back to the real world, I think there's still a part of me that knows the kind of person Wirt is and the kind of person that I am. And how I could imagine all of that when thinking, I'm going to record a tape for Sarah of me playing clarinet and reading poetry, but what will happen if I try to give it to her? Yeah. And then he goes, okay, I go up, I give it to her, but then 
brother ruined something so then i have to do this and then i have to do this and then we fall and then oh and what if we both hit our heads and then we had this weird tv show of a dream and then he comes back at the end and he's like but then this would happen and this and this and this and it would all work out okay maybe i should do it and like the last thing that happens is him saying okay i should do this and it's him yeah. like daydreaming the entire thing because he's too creative yeah. he can't he can't just focus on what will happen if i give sarah this tape he like writes a book in yeah. the middle of his daydream. It's like following the full thread of his anxiety thoughts. Exactly. Yep. Until he can like calm himself down and be yeah. like, oh, but it's going to be fine. Yeah. And maybe that's a coping mechanism. Yeah. You know, he tells himself a story within his anxiety to be like, hey, I can come out of this and be one step removed. Yeah. Like he goes two steps into his am- imagination, then comes one step back and then comes back into reality. I'm going to I'm gonna give you an in. alternative controversial opinion. Oh, Not opinion, God. but an idea. That is the same idea with a different outcome. Okay. <laughs> it's not Wirt. It's Jason Funderburger. And this is Jason oh. Funderburger's anxiety about wanting to ask oh. out, what was her name again? Sarah. 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 Yeah. And, um, and knowing that Wirt also likes her and imagining <sighs> what will happen because we don't know that Jason Funderburger oh, isn't no. an anxious person. Right. He's got a very annoying voice. Sarah. And oh, he's, he seems, you know. Sarah. Like, he sounds like he's anxious he's all the so, time. He sounds like he's taking a big old dookie yeah. all the time. That's what he sounds like. And so this is him running through a scenario of Wirt getting the tape and doing this whole, th- like making a tape for Sarah and doing all this on the night that he's planning to ask out oh, Sarah. Wow. And then going on this big adventure. Yeah. And then <laughs> maybe maybe it's a story he's telling at the graveyard. That's the whole adventure ooh, that they're on ooh, in the woods. Okay, okay. And then when it comes back to that whole scenario or he's imagining <laughs> what's going to happen when they get out of the hospital and he'll realize like, oh no, Sarah's going to pick work because he's in the hospital. I shouldn't even try. So it's the His same voice thing. is really that Where bad. it's an anxiety. It so much. Exactly. It's like it's an anxious, so, it's an yeah, anxious yeah. running through a story, yeah, like but that. it's, it's self-defeating. But pessimistic. Well. It's self-defeating. Yeah. Very pessimistic. How fun. Oh, oh, yeah. So fun. I do so like fun. that. I, that angle's very nice. Um, what about Benjamin Franklin slash George Washington? Slash Jason Funderburger slash... Oh, shit. Yeah, he does. Slash... Yeah, slash... <laughs> I mean, just slash about... Kitty. Kitty. Kitty is also an alternate. Um, Jeremy, <laughs> I think, was one. He... he yeah, I... Jeremy. Yeah. Um, what's the name of Christopher Lloyd's character again? Uh, the, just the Woodsman. The, the Woodsman. Woodsman, that's right. Um, or just Woodsman, as the Beast yeah. calls him so many times. Woods, he could... Uh, yeah. Well, like he could like just be suffering from dementia and Oof. like his daughter is actually has been around this whole time. Mm, and ooh. this is just like a nightmare. He's like a living nightmare. He's kind of going through with his brain deteriorating or something. And God, that's yikes. spooky as fuck. <laughs> Scary as hell. But Jesus. but huh. it also doesn't really go with the set rules well, of it has to cover the outside world, too. Well, but maybe, maybe it, it can. Be amazing. Or maybe, maybe it can. It can. Okay. Here's here's what we think. Here's I like that idea. It's. <laughs> It's very sad. It's very sad. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, is the context um, make this movie sadder in there? Because <laughs> uh, we can probably cancel that <laughs> we, one. Yeah, we, that we, can call it, uh, it. we call it Satirize, but it's Ooh. like Oh, I like that. Nice. That's too good. Yeah, put that in yeah. the computer. Put it, put it in. Type it. I'll type it later. <laughs> type it. I don't type. Type it. I get Please. someone to do all my typing for Typer, me. Typer, no twiping. <laughs> twiping? Typer, no twiping. No twiping. No twiping. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I got a swipe wider. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. 
Is that was that what Ghost Rider sounded like in that old show? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Ooh, that's fun. That is coming to Apple TV Plus. Sorry. Ghost Strider? Uh no, Ghost Rider. They're bringing Aww. it back, the actual thing cool. with like the entity that helps kids like yeah. write stories and solve mysteries. Isn't it weird how it was like also teaching them how to spell and stuff? Yeah. Like, and then there was a bubblegum monster that gave everybody a nightmare and we all collectively forgot about it. This is freaking me out. There's, yeah. There's what a, I'm gonna say is, remember what we were talking about, uh, where the, where, where woodsman, the, where woodsman is, uh, is, is he has dementia and dem- yeah, I was gonna spend a lot more time <laughs> on that bubblegum monster, yeah, I mean, but yeah. I, it's probably good that it's, we it's don't. Probably yeah. good that we don't. <laughs> There's a whole YouTube thing like, you can. There is actually, yeah. Let's say that he is coming in and out of reality, and maybe sees a couple kids in the hospital, uh, or wherever he is in care some kind and they are Bert and Greg of course um, and then he imagines them being in his world and then the more he starts to conquer the fact that that world is a hallucination the more he needs to figure out where those boys that he's been talking to yeah. actually belong and so he invents a real world that he's like okay maybe I can imagine where they actually go and what they need to do that's so good so the real world is the imaginary world it's still imaginary that makes sense. Yeah. which is what we need to explain which is tricky it's tricky be- because we're Russian dolling it hey hey hey, hey we've hey. mentioned that twice hey, hey. we need one more <laughs> and then it becomes true yep and then the Russian doll will show up in your mirror <laughs> <laughs> gotta get up gotta get up <laughs> the oh, song just no. starts playing <laughs> oh shit so that's a that's a you know good option is maybe not like the the word it's a sad ideas, option but it is but it's it is an yeah. option yeah for sure here's another one what about Sarah why Sarah <laughs> <laughs> see this is a great little it matters how you ask questions <laughs> yep <laughs> yes it just went gonna, well just gonna why? throw that just gonna throw that out there Ira Glass didn't get where he is by saying why. <laughs> Or, didn't he or though? Did he? Because that was pretty spot on. It's definitely an Ira Glass. Why? Welcome to this American life. This is this American life. <laughs> oh my god! Is he Jason? He's Jason Funderburger yeah. at this uh, point. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome to this American uh, life. <laughs> I am Ira Glass. Um, no, so Sarah has this in this version sarah's a bit of a narcissist she wants mm. boys to compete for her affection she's she got jason funderberger who she thinks likes her she's got work who she thinks likes her yeah, and she yeah. likes them both in in their own ways yeah. uh and she tries to imagine a scenario she's basically imagining a scenario in which wort gets <laughs> lost in the woods and his main goal is to get home so he can ask yeah, her yeah it's pretty narcissistic i like it yeah i mean wow <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not great. It's just it's it's no. It's an explanation. It's feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's feasible. It definitely. Uh, if we're, I, I think it's interesting to think about approaching this context from an intentional perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, if the show tells us, or if we say, okay, if we read it like that, how is it? If that was the intention, right? And the answer to that, and the Huntsman one, or the Huntsman, no, Snow White and the Woodsman. <laughs> uh, if that is what they meant or if that's somehow in the text it feels like huh why or as some might say why but (laughs) yeah like yeah yeah is there is there something there there's because it's kind of interesting there is something about 
that's always kind of a fantasy of somebody who loves you going through like trials mm-hmm. to get to your love kind of yeah. thing. like it's an old fantasy trope oh totally mm-hmm. well and it's a classic real life thing that people want yeah. why are rings so expensive right like it's like oh i want you to have to sacrifice a lot to prove that you're like into it and that you want to kiss a key <gasps> a key kiss. a key yes <laughs> It's spelled A K I S S S S S S A H. In case those of you at home that are transcribing this episode would like to know, any of our Argentinian listeners wants yeah, to right. wants to transcribe yeah. this, transcribe and translate. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, any other imaginers? I mean, what about Wirt? We haven't talked about. Or no, Greg. we did talk about Wirt. We Greg. haven't talked about Greg. What if Greg were imagining it? Like, what if he thinks that this is what Wirt wants all day? Maybe like, this is, Greg like, is his imagining, like, this is what's going to spur Wirt into finally asking Sarah out. Yeah. Like, overcoming oh. his fear of that. And this oh. is, maybe, maybe in Greg, oh, actually, hang on, because this actually <laughs> makes more sense than I okay. was expecting okay, it okay. to. Because Greg is the kind of guy who... He is a child and tells a lot Greg's of the kind of guy who's a child. Who's a child. Yeah. He's, he's the kind of guy you who's know, a child. One of those Greg. child types. Child. Um, <laughs> he, he tells a lot of goofy stories. He's got a whole, he's got his own like little world going yeah. on in his head. He's yeah. young at heart. So and maybe in his body. So I feel like of the people who would have, who would imagine all of this stuff, yeah. this is Greg's version of a master plan. This Ooh, is Greg's version yeah, like of long the con. long con yeah. to get Wart to ask Which Sarah out. Which is so dumb, but it's, totally Greg. It's on it's brand. So Greg. Yeah. Oh, that's so Greg. So, so Greg. Greg. Such child. That's so And Greg. it can't be spurned because he was playing with a poisonous frog. Yeah. And licked it. And <laughs> oh, no. Sounds like an hallucination. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Greg. A hallucination where he goes into the real world and then I mean, an imaginary world, then back into the real world, and then back into the real that's, world. That's a rock fact. Even more that's than- most fact. other characters, his eyes dilate a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because pupils True. get real big more True. than anybody else. And he trips yeah. in the middle of the show, like for sure, when he goes into that cloud kingdom. Yeah. Oh, he's just freaked so <laughs> that whole time. He's, he's, he freaked his bean. <laughs> <sighs> that, that poor Greg. The old North poor Wind. Greg. I love the North Wind. It's so sassy. So good. So good. <laughs> when he bottles it. <laughs> when he bottles it. Uh yeah I I that's the only one so far that I'm like it could plausibly explain yeah. both the real world and yeah. fantasy stuff and it fits yeah. with like how you would imagine the inner workings of his mind would work right yeah because yeah, it's so the the dream logic is so much there but it's also like a child telling you a story of what yeah. happened to them that day <laughs> <laughs> oh, it totally is yeah in yeah he does feel like the soul of the show absolutely in terms of what makes it different. Like there's plenty of wort in this story too, mm-hmm. in terms of its tone, and I mean it's pretty foreboding and pretty scary and pretty heroic, but it's also just so weird, and has child logic so often. If yeah. you took and Greg out really of this story, it would be a lot less charming. I, I think. don't. I probably yeah. would have watched it once and said, "Yeah, it was nice." Mm-hmm. Like to be completely honest, yeah. Greg is so weird, and the Greg-ish stuff that happens is the best. Like without that classroom, without uh, potatoes, potatoes and molasses, molasses like yep. without that, it's not the same. 
It's just not the same. Yeah. Throwing candy everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> candy pants. Just digging in your pants and just t- candy. <laughs> candy camouflage. Oh, that's what the word is. <laughs> so good. He's so nice. Ah, uh, what Don't a call nice me old boy. lady. Yes, sir, young man. Yes, sir, <laughs> young man. Yeah, those are the choices for poor little Greg. Uh, ain't that just the way? Ain't that just the way? Oh man. So we I, should. I agree, Greg. Are we? Are we? Are we I think we all. We're team Greg. <laughs> we're all team Greg. Team Greg. Yeah. I mean, cool. I'm still team Edward. I haven't lost the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another context. What if it was a romantic comedy or romantic tragedy? Okay, this is the first time this has come up for a movie that isn't a romantic yeah. comedy or tragedy already. <laughs> Except for, I mean, I mean, there well, is no, it did come up for it came quest. up for Infinity War. I forgot about and that, and it did come up for Boogie Nights, which is definitely not True. a romantic comedy. True, and that one was great. That's why I remember that one because, mm. yeah, we got some, we got into some stuff. What with a that. time! Yeah. So, what if Over the Garden Wall was a romantic comedy? <laughs> uh, the the Ooh. toughest part about this is the most romantic. Yeah. Or the the most frequent male female pairing is Wart and Beatrice. Yeah, and that no, that's get... what I think it is. Okay, I don't. I I think that works. What, what's the problem with that? Well, closes out well, with Wart and Sarah. That's true. Also, she's yeah. a bird. I mean, I think it would. I, I think this this uh, this question yeah. posits probably a change in script. Yeah, a oh, bit. Sure. Or like, you know, it can it yeah. can close yeah. on a different that's thing. True. Or maybe that's, he ends yeah. up with Beatrice, but he is pursuing Sarah the whole time. What romantic comedy? There's like romantic comedies that's where the a guy trope kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where like the guy is in love with someone, and then he doesn't yeah. see that there's this other person. Oh right god, yeah, that's so classic. I mean, it's yeah. like Stardust. Basically, this yeah. movie yeah. becomes yes. Stardust. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! This movie is Stardust. This movie <laughs> is just Stardust. Is Stardust <laughs> at that point. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay. One for each ghost. Yeah. Move on. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think this is interesting. We should talk about it more. Yep. <sighs> Ooh, dodged a bullet on that one. Christian was about to punch <laughs> that right. keyboard. Um, <laughs> smash that like and subscribe button. Uh, okay, so we've got so that that turns it into Stardust, which makes yeah, a romantic yeah, comedy awesome. right there. Yeah. Um, and I think I'd, I'm actually interested in exploring the idea of the chemistry that Wirt and Beatrice have, mm-hmm. because I think mm-hmm. it's there in this yeah, watch sure. through. I caught more of it, like, and it's it can just as easily be friendship. And I think that's very good. Right. I think it's great for that to occur (laughs) that not every uh, supposedly binary couple has to fall in love by the end of an adventure. Like, I think that's great, but I think it could be kind of cute. Yeah. Cause like, She's a bird. Yeah, <laughs> and well, then he meets her yeah. family. Yeah, he does. True, and they true. Like, they feed him they, dirt. Yeah, they feed him dirt. And he eat to your eat dirt. his dirt. Eat your, eat your dirt. <laughs> God, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Why are they eating dirt? <laughs> that's another Greg thing about this. Is yeah. no, that's not what would happen. But that's what Greg thinks would happen. <laughs> yeah, birds oh eat dirt. Right? Birds eat dirt. <laughs> That's why they like worms because they're always so caked in dirt. <laughs> they can't. It's like I love to, I love to drink water, but I don't usually go to a stream and lap up water because my body won't allow it. Birds, they can't just eat dirt. They can't just beak into dirt. It doesn't work for them. So they need a vessel. <laughs> they need something, a utensil. The worm is the utensil yeah. to grab the dirt. Because it's all sticky and gooey, and it exactly. grabs up all the dirt. Exactly. It's like a lickamate stick. It's exactly like fun dip. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Next, Next context. context. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you beautiful bastards. Uh, Is there anyone else in this movie that could fall in love with each other? Uh, nope. <laughs> the Beast and Woodsman? 
I mean, Beast and the Woodsman kind of have a will they won't they kind of thing. They do have a little bit of will they won't they. Sexy a little bit. It's like it's like that could be the romantic tragedy. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Let's go there. Like like maybe maybe I mean. You know. Oh, good, yeah. <laughs> Woodsman, Woodsman had a daughter. That's canonical, but you know we don't know if what the situation was after the daughter was born. Maybe, maybe you know he realized that he wasn't happy with the mother of his daughter, and you know looked elsewhere and came upon the beast of the forest, and they had a they had a thing going. But the beast is a beast is an abusive an yeah. abusive lover and yeah. uh, lies a lot, gaslights a lot, lamplight literally maybe. gaslights lamp a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's true though. It's, it's yeah. a pretty abusive relationship with lots of lying, lots of lying, and and trickery. That's what LOL stands for. Lots of lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. When the beast would text woodsman he'd be like lol bae love you but what that meant was lots of lying and the beast is like ha 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 i am telling him that i'm lying but i'm not really because i'm a manipulative because i'm the beast because <laughs> i am the beast i am the. Beast. and then the light like shines over him real quick like it does at the end and it shows his nasty body but it also Ooh. shows his somewhat sexy body because it's a romantic tragedy yeah he's got abs <laughs> yeah <laughs> In this one, the only thing that changes is in that one shot where the light shows the beast <laughs> got, a little. Got it's abs. like abs for days, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, sh- oh it's oh, like a shit tingle." Oh, I'm like, oh, shoot. really turned on, <laughs> but just for a second, yeah. And then everybody's turned off again. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Click. Are we seeing our favorite movie? It- <laughs> I thought I thought it was the part of the show where we say our favorite movie. Um, I'm sorry. I, click. I, I was um, confused. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click, yeah. click, click. Good. Well, we're in agreement then. We're in a click, click. Hey. Okay. Other. I, I want to throw some candies on top of this pot. Let's say that we go the word angle and it's a romantic comedy. The word angle. That's his, the that's word his talk angle. show. The word angle. Starring me, Wardy Wirt. Oh. He's Women, developed does a- society need them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a worry wirt. A worry wirt. Cute. He is. <laughs> he is. He is. Is that his real name? Uh, yes. As an aside. Okay, cool. So... <laughs> I think you would know. We, you're the only person here who's ever cosplayed as Wirt. That's true. I would know. <laughs> After all, when you cosplay someone, you learn everybody. You have to learn everything about it. them in case sure. anyone asks. It's, yeah. it's a law. It's like a murder mystery party. party. Yeah. It's the cosp yeah. law. Mm-hmm. 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 That was nothing. That's anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if we go the word angle and we focus on this turning into the main conflict of a romantic comedy is the protagonist wants to find love in some way or doesn't and is it is thrust upon them whether they want it or not. Or well, That sounds really yeah, aggressive. Yeah, that sounds it's, pretty weird. A love thrust. A love thrust. The old <laughs> love thrust. Whether it's, you know, it's one of those like, I'm done with love, but then the right boy comes along. Yeah, that sort mm-hmm. of story. It's mm-hmm. not always about that, but the central conflict is going to be about pairing in some way probably. I think there can be other options. Like as he journeys, I think there's also a lot of romantic tension with 
uh, Auntie Whispers' daughter. What oh, is yes. what is her yeah. name? Oh, what shit. is her name? Oh fuck! Um, it's not Sarah. I want to call her Sarah. I do it's too. Not that. Oh, but no. there was like a, she said it there's several a, times. There's a song where they like yeah. touch hands. Clearly, they're like they're flirting. They're flirting one hundred percent. And and that was a little weird to me. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, he met a th- person that he thinks is cute, and they're flirting. That's cool. Like, he's not in a relationship with anybody. And then he, fine. And then he saves her from a, a like a an, like an ex. <laughs> he gives her an exorcism, basically. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's you pretty know. cool. And I actually like that. So cool. <laughs> it's like every cool. It's like Super a great meet cute. And what I what I my dream is that we actually Peter Jackson this romantic comedy <laughs> and we take that middle and we turn it into its own romantic comedy and also maybe romantic tragedy. It depends how I want to pivot at the end, mm-hmm. but it's longer and it's Rapunzel-esque in the way that he's like sneaking over to like help her with chores that she's made to do by what we believe to be this abusive mother of some kind or the auntie sure, by auntie whispers who is actually trying her best to just be a good aunt. And we see we see the relationship build and build, and then he finally helps her escape, and then she turns into a big demon, and it's really scary. And then he exercises the demon, and either he, yeah, that ends tragically. It can. He, option two, he gets with her. Uh, the we still don't know her name, right? Uh, the daughter whispers. Da- the daughter of <laughs> let's call whispers. her daughter whispers. Daughter whispers. Yeah. Dottie whispers. Dottie whispers. <laughs> Hello, Dottie. Hello, Dottie whispers. Or option three, he gets with the demon. <laughs> that's what because that's like an amazing twist to be like, oh, there was a demon in you, and actually, it's pretty hot. Turns so out the like, demon was the part he was attracted exactly. to. Exactly. It's like, oh, you're boring. This demon was the one that was Boy, spicing that, up this. That relationship. says a lot. That that's a, that would be a story that's saying some stuff. <laughs> yeah, it sure would. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, has that ever happened? What somebody did a demon? like in a movie where there's like a demon character that's like the villain, and then it turns out that that's the one that the guy wanted the whole time. Ooh. I bet. I bet. I bet. I bet. bet. Mm. Listeners, if you know of one like that, send us an email. Contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thank you. And let us know. Wow. If you had to put an anthropomorphic animal into this movie, what would it be? Oh, uh, I don't think it's possible. So no, yeah, yeah doubt it. Too no. realistic. <laughs> too, too, it's too much. It's too uh, much. Uh, one for each ghost. The illusion. One, one for each ghost. ghost. One yeah. for each ghost. ghost. Westworld, this movie is a theme park. What's the theme? Who's a robot and who's real? Yeah. This wow. would be the Westworld park that I would go to wow. for yeah. sure. Oh, oh my go God. To over and over. Yes, this there's so, so much many fun. locations. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, Pottsville would be great. Uh, yeah, uh, Pottsville, shit. Pottsville would be so much fun. You get to have a barn dance and then die. Yeah. And there's turkeys. And be then like a haunted hayride or Pottsville something. Pottsville is yeah. actually the perfect tutorial level for this game, too. Yeah. Like this game, this. Well, Westworld is it's always kind of a, a game. bit of a game. It's a game park. It's a game. It's, a game. Yeah. it's virtual reality. It's a game. Yeah, yeah it's virtual reality. It's a game. It's, yeah, it's a game. It's a game. <laughs> that was the tagline to Michael Douglas's The Game. It was, it's a game. It's a game. It's a game. <laughs> With a shrug in in the text. It says shrug. It's like an it's ASCII art of a shrug. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> Pretty good. Love that movie. Let's movie. say that's the first zone that you go into is Pottsville. Mm-hmm. Even though the first thing that happens in the the show is that dog and meeting the woodsman and everything. I feel like it's a better intro to be like, oh, what's in this city? And it's mostly harmless. Like mm-hmm. you don't get attacked by anything. Mm-hmm. 
you're sort of taken prisoner, but it's like really easy to escape. Yeah. And they don't really mind that you escape. Yeah, also, they're yeah, kind of they like, didn't say oh, shit. I, I guess like, I'm, you'll be back. That's true. Their time was up. That's what they say. Uh-huh. But I think it would be fun for oh, two things. It would be fun for the players to be like, oh, spooky. Things aren't what they seem in this theme park. How exciting. But also it would be a great training ground for people that wanted to be NPCs, that wanted to be a part of the world. Uh, to, you just put on a pumpkin head and be like, okay, now pretend to be scary. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all you need. I think, yeah. And I think Pottsville sets a tone, yeah. like a, a good tone mm-hmm. for like, it's it's a little spooky, a little haunted, but also yeah. like it's fine. It's pretty friendly. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, they're just having friendly. a festival. No, it's great. You're welcome. Who? <laughs> so who's a robot and who's a human? That's like the first question. And my first thing that I want to ask is that turkey, mm. human or robot? <laughs> I actually just turkey. <laughs> Correct. Next one. <laughs> I actually you solved my turkey puzzle. I think I think I know where it's not a human. Yeah. But a real sentient creature that's not a robot who is going through this park oh. as a visitor. Oh. Is the frog. Ooh, yeah. I think the frog just wanted to it's go like on an, an adventure. Frog. It's yeah. an actual it's, frog. It's just a regular <laughs> ass frog that snuck in and got swept up by to live out his fantasies. Yep. Holy it's shit. A, of going on a whole adventure That's and so being good. a singer and doing yes. all this other stuff. Oh my god. Yep, ever since watching commercials for the WB back in the day, if you wanted to be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> the frog watched commercials for the WB and said, Michigan J. Frog, I want to be that. Wow. I forgot that his name was Michigan J. Frog. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Right? That's his name. Why? Oh, wow. Or as some Ira Glass types might say, why? That um, becomes an allegory for representation, how much it matters in media. That's Hell true. Yeah. That's true. If you see yourself, you, you're you like, If yes. you see yourself, say yourself. I can be. <laughs> That's what the TSA always says. <laughs> Plastered all over the metro everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> if you see yourself, say yourself. Which I guess means if you pass a mirror, yell your own name. Which is pretty cool. Which That's I guess cool means it'd be a fun do. thing to do just in public. Yeah. Just <sighs> Which I guess means if you pass a mirror, you say your own name. It's just a fun yeah. thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> I just like that that's sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, so the frog, I think, is on an adventure as a frog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Beatrice is obviously a, a robot. Yeah. Oh, God. She's the most yeah. NPC, give you a quest, lead you, tell you who you're going to see, tell you where to go, et cetera, et cetera. Keep the action moving. Yes. 100%. Wirt and Greg, which one of them? What'd you think? Oh, which one of them? Or like, or both, or neither? Like, I mean, what do you think? I, I could see I, them both being just brothers that are visiting this park, yeah. right? Like uh, they're they're us. Yeah, that you can be the word or Greg. Yeah, that yeah. is guided through, and the adventure is a little bit different every time. Yeah, yeah. Or and maybe they like visited. They... they visited the park, and they actually got lost in the park. And they're kids. Oh. Like maybe they kind of misunderstood what this place is. Yeah, and think it might be oh, I like real. That. Oh shit! Like they're they're just dumb. That's really fun. <laughs> or, or just like really is. hopeful and excited. About yeah, because yeah, because yeah, they just couldn't go through like the admissions entrance of it. They went over the wall. <gasps> right. Yes. So they had there no was accidentally snuck in. Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. god, that makes so much <laughs> Hell sense. Yeah. I love and that. That is the meta level where we not only make a Westworld theme park, but we make a story called Westworld to 
over the garden wall yes. edition yes, yes, about yes. these two kids who accidentally fall into a west world and so think don't it's know real. that it exists so they think it's real oh that's so really good. good i love that i love that it's like reverse the village yeah <laughs> here's spoilers for the village here's yeah. my idea <laughs> Everyone in Westworld is an NPC except the animals. The this is a West <laughs> this this okay, Westworld okay. is made for animals. F A B A, which is why they have that whole school for animals. By Faba, 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 Everyone else is an NPC. Uh, okay, and it's a world I, with anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, it is. Like or they become fish. anthropomorphic when that they fish get learn in how to fish. It's the my fish favorite. Part. Fish. He wanted to go fishing. Yeah. That fish learned how to fish. That frog learned how to piano. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that to me, and then Wirt and Greg like stumble in, yeah, like huh. accidentally and try to get out. But it's because it's supposed to be the animals. The and animals like, are the guests, and yeah. the humans are like accidental a lot of the time, maybe. Or they're like they're Wirt robots. They're NPCs. or they're robots. Okay, they're like robots like too. Miss yeah. Langtree is Langtree, teaching the woodsman's an NPC. teaching all these animals mm-hmm. how to. Learn and and speak and spell and yeah. do math. So then, it, <laughs> so then, is Beatrice also an NPC or a uh, um a player? No, I think I think why Beatrice works as an NPC if this is an animal theme yeah, park yeah, yeah. is that she's like the window in for the animals. Okay, okay. I'm an animal too. I'm the guide you through. <laughs> don't listen to those humans. <laughs> like, trust like, me. You can listen to the humans, but like, tr- don't worry. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You she know. is more trustworthy than the woodsman in terms of like the tone of the show. Absolutely. Like, yeah. As as presented, she is a voice of comfort and the woodsman is a voice of like foreboding and scary. Mm-hmm. And so is Adelaide and so is pretty much the rest of the people. The the highwayman. Oh god, yeah. 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 Oh that baker though. That is me. That is maybe my favorite song. It's so goofy. So good. The whole is so goofy. What a merry time we'll have upon your wedding day. <laughs> There's work for all when just, little boys get married. Yeah, the amount of vibrato uh, and the and the rhythm of it yeah. just constantly it, changing. It's I like so to scary. think that the guy was the, the voice actor was singing the song without the music, so he he accidentally <laughs> kept fucking up the tempo and they're yeah. like, Well, this is the music, so mm-hmm. we're just gonna go with this. Yeah, I honestly think it's, I actually think that might have been a stylistic choice because I was listening th- to all the songs throughout and all of them are slightly off the music. Yeah, they are. And I wonder if they recorded the vocals separately, uh, without right. letting them hear the music under it, and then they put the music under it later so that it does kind of it, it create it adds to that dreamlike effect yeah. where everything is like technically correct, but off. it doesn't line yeah. up right. This yeah. guy just has kind of like a slightly broken inner metronome, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adventure Time does that a lot too, and I think it helps yeah. it yeah. create. Maybe they are. I, I assume it's a technique, much like when people try to automate drums, but then they put in like a make it sound like a human. Like mm. it can't sound like a drum machine. It can't be perfect. Right. There have to be slight deviations, and I think this is just leaning really hard into. Yeah. There have to be big deviations where it has to be sloppy almost. Well, there's and a lot of like a person. And there's a lot of creative overlap between the teams that worked on Over the Garden Wall and Adventure mm-hmm. Time. Pendleton Ward mm-hmm. was listed in the credits yeah. on this one. I and the creator of Bee and Puppycat uh, worked oh, on this. Yeah, you're right. So, yes. so really, like, it's probable that somebody yeah. sprinkled that idea into someone's <laughs> mind at some point. How fun. It really is kind of interesting to think about how there is this sort of like ecosystem of animators and animation uh, writers who 
you know, you've got Over the Garden Wall, you've got Adventure Time, you've got Bee and Puppy Cat, you've got Steven Universe, and they all kind of mm-hmm. have this similar tone and look and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and themes. And themes. Yeah. Uh, I would say that more than anything. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of what like connects them and maybe the manicness of the of the Greg style. Yeah. There's always a Greg plot. style character. Yeah, there's yeah. always Greg. Either the whole show is Greg style or <laughs> yeah. there's at least a Greg style character. Although B and Puppycat doesn't really have that. I guess I mean, B is a little, little bit. B is kind of the Greg. Yeah. Kind of the Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, either, you're either a Greg or you're a Dharma. That's what I always say. Always. 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 Um, but it's... Uh, yeah, that's just interesting to think about, uh, and I, you know, it's yeah. cool that Over the Garden Wall gets to be a part of that uh, tradition. So, what if this is like Universal theme park, and all of those shows have a Westworld? Oh, I love that. Oh. I think that's a good. I'm idea. completely on. And board we don't have that. to explore every one of those, of course, because that's not the episode. No, the Adventure Time but, one would be the one I would. But do. oh, oh my god, you absolutely. can eat the NPCs. Yeah, they, they're yeah. literal candy. You could be like, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this guy. <laughs> I'm going to eat this lemon <laughs> grab amazing. over here. This just to get him to grab. shut up. He'll just probably like it. Shut up. He'll probably be into it. Oh. Lemon grab. Oh, yikes. That Justin Roiland is just a hero, and I don't know how he still has vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and Rick and Morty, how is that man still even walking around yeah. with all of the voices? And his so voice games. Like he does the same oh, kind of yeah, you're right. Too. Man, it's just a lot. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the context? The oh, Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I can't get past the idea of it being an animal Westworld. An I don't know why that delights Westworld. me so much. <laughs> so it's an animal Westworld for animals by animals. Papa. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's so animals can come to it and feel like they are in fantasy, but supportive. Maybe I, the transition like, from regular animals to anthropomorphized is that animals. The, is it like the train maybe <laughs> or yeah. here's what yeah. i'm thinking is i mean it, say it's a say it's a society where animals have sort of become slightly anthropomorphized cool. over time yeah, they've evolution. developed their own fantasies and fairy tales sort of mm. off of ours because the most simple fantasies and fairy tales for animals to understand from humans are the old-timey grim sure. fairy tale style mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. so they're not super advanced in terms of their storytelling prowess. So if you want to appeal to anthropomorphized animals with a theme park, you're going to go with these simple fairy tales. And then you can fuck with them a bit because you're they're animals and animals are, you know, probably going to get it wrong uh, <laughs> and in various ways yeah, and they'll yeah. just roll with it. Um, and yeah, I think that I think that that's. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's and how I I'm, so what I'm positing. Is maybe that's maybe that. what it is. <laughs> what I'm positing. Oh, that's um, good. I, you know what? I'm into it. Yeah, I, I'm, I like I, that. That a lot. sounds actually really fun. And I think the animal community needs more of that. <laughs> <laughs> more catering to animal needs. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just like we said, representation. It's just well, that frog seeing himself and going, I want to be Michigan. What, what's more of an extension of capitalism than <laughs> teaching an entire entire new species how to be consumers in, uh, to the economy? <gasps> like, Holy shit. Presumably, if it's a Westworld, they had to buy their way in. Yeah. Yo, there's this is signaled in the fiction. The school is teaching the animals to read and write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. 
And he yes. and, and Big Boy comes in, who's probably a parody of the real Big Boy. And I'm calling him Big Boy. I it's, don't know why you're yeah, calling him Big Boy either. It's the guy with the ears that said, what is this? And he oh, points her, around her to dad, her dad. Her father, <laughs> her father right. comes in and he says, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. I love his uh, delivery and I love his character design in general. But that guy it represents the like corporate interests of Westworld. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's layered. It's fun. I love it. Huh. By the way, I, this is probably apropos of nothing, but I can't remember yeah. the context of that wonderful shot of the dog in the rain. That, oh, like, my God. Angry looking dog in the oh, rain. Fuck. I forget what was, like, was, what uh, was happening that they cut to that. It was in the, in the Cloud City I part, so. I think. Yeah. Where. Oh yeah, it was. It was okay. like, um, how many committees are there? Are there any more committees? Oh right, because oh, there were right. a bunch there, of welcome committees. <laughs> it just cuts to that yeah. dog and he says, raining well, on his head. No, that's enough. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do like the whole Wizard that's of Oz really, thing with yeah. all like the lollipop guild type stuff. And we and are then, committee number three. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, are there any more committees? And it just cuts to a hard cut. Very angry dog, and then Greg so says, good. "Oh, well, that's enough for today," <laughs> or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Oh, oh man what a beautiful <laughs> thing what a beautiful thing and what's fun about that too is just to kind of piggyback on this apropos of nothing thing mm-hmm. that is here now and we're talking about and i love Th- that whole episode is filled with jokes and things like that that aren't in the rest of the show that's true like yeah. tonally that joke is from that episode yep. and so much of the animation so much of the music is weird and yeah. it's dreamy. Well, because yeah. it's him having a dream it's canonically. It's like pure Greg. We get like filtered <laughs> Greg throughout the rest of the show, yeah. but that is like synthesized. You're uncut. We're, we're <laughs> inside <laughs> Greg's brain. Yeah, yeah. in in him. <laughs> That's why I specified yeah, brain. Yeah, inside his brain. <laughs> um, in his own Greg's brain. Because let's think about another one. Yeah. When they go to the Endicott house. Yeah. And they're having dinner with Mr. Endicott and yeah. they go through that whole adventure. Mm-hmm. You know who at the end of that gets a job or at least like a new role that they can play horse, in the park? Baby. The anthropomorphized yes. horse, oh right? God. The horse is the it's one so who gets true. to like live so out the fantasy true. of being in that yeah. world. Wow. Yeah. I, well, they and, move on to do something else. And most locations in this show are like places that feel very very isolated mm-hmm. none of it feels connected in a cool way like yep. it's all well now i'm in a sort of clearing and there's this and now we're on a boat going down a river but it's like very disorienting and i didn't know we had to go on a river it's and a now we're in the mud cruise. and now we're yeah you know it's frog river cruise so hmm? what nothing go well, on. Well, keep, well, going. keep going what was that did you tell have me. something you wanted tell to share with the class <laughs> But they feel very much like locations in a theme park. Like they feel like amusement park rides almost for these animals, if we would use that theory. And especially the, is it Lippincott? Uh, Endicott. Endicott, thank you. What's, and then Gray Weatherby or something <sighs> is, the, is, yeah, the other, is her family her name. name. Is. But either way, it's the rival tea families. Yeah. That is like 100% a weird quest yeah. in a video game where you have to like, initially maybe side with one of the families or the the true solve is that you find out they're in love with each other and think each other are ghosts yep. and you can reconcile them and they become an even better tea empire that benefits all it's yeah. just so video gamey and mm-hmm. it's perfect for anybody that wants to come through the park they just do it over and over and over 
Yeah, I love it. It's such a good quest. Yeah, and if especially if you're an animal who, especially if you're an especially animal, especially if you're an animal. animals love solving tea problems. Yeah. Well, because well, well, animals don't understand the tea industry. <laughs> yeah, but they know about it. <laughs> they, they know they know it's what one tea of the ones plants they are. Know about it. Yeah, what if it's true. a way to reform? animals because that Ooh. horse went from i want to steal to i want a job so it's like a prison said, i want to steal <laughs> i do That's i do love that line that he I, says. Just, I do love that line a lot but you're right and yeah. then he goes oh well maybe working is correct yeah maybe staying in my lane and not making a big ruckus and not getting <laughs> political is what i should do oh no so maybe it's an animal <laughs> prison yeah i think like it a, like like a re-education yeah. camp yeah, for it's like doctored into like a new capitalist mindset yeah. yeah but it's very matrix because it pleases them yeah but it's like no this this is reprogramming that's yeah. pretty Shift. wild yikes that's pretty insane <laughs> i love that though nasty and the the joy of course comes not in actual liberation but in enjoying your circumstances Potatoes and molasses style. Yeah. You don't leave the school. You just learn to enjoy the garbage that they're feeding you. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's dark stuff. Oh, baby. my God. That's dark stuff. That's true. Yeah. Westworld, the true Westworld, is getting pretty dark, and that's appropriate. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. It fits. Yeah. Where does the beast fit into this? I mean, I think the beast is maybe even like a computer program. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying like to figure if there out are robots like what, what the purpose of the beast would be in the this purpose is a good question. scenario. It's true. So what the beast does in Over the Garden Wall is gets fuel from these trees. Mm-hmm. He makes these trees out of people. Yeah, the Edelwood. The right? Edelwood trees. Edelwood trees. And then gets the woodsman to grind up the trees for oil for the mm-hmm. lantern that is yep. containing his, his soul. soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at some point, the beast's soul got trapped in a lantern canonically. It's pretty cool. And So the beast is like the corporate machine. Yeah. <laughs> so the beast is an allegory. Um, Maybe yeah. the beast storyline is like... Is it like a hidden? Yeah, it's not even technically supposed to be part yeah. of Westworld. It's yeah. just uh, it's a byproduct I of like all that. this capitalist bullshit. Like, oh my God, wait a minute. It was born out of yeah. the code? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, oh actually hang on. Wait, That's yes. so good. Because That's so good. that means the woodsman is the Anthony Hopkins of yeah. this world. Yep. And yep. he has he been forced uh-huh. to work uh-huh. for this computer yep. program that has gone out yep. of control. Oh. Yeah. Oh and he has to keep it running or else his entire life's work is gone. Yep. But and it's at the very end that he realizes that capitalism isn't the answer. <laughs> it's actually a monster yeah. and destroys lives. But it yeah. took these, these newcomers, these Word and Greg, yep. to teach him that. Oh, my wow, God. That's really yes. good. That's so <laughs> that's good. That's really good. That's so fun. Wow. God damn. Thanks, Westworld. Yeah, thanks, Westworld. God, that was such a collaborative thought, too. That yeah. Was actually- <laughs> man, oh, man. God damn. All right. Well, well we I feel like we have to move on. I yep. feel bad moving to another context because we won't be able to top that, but nope. let's do it. Top that. Gamification. Make up a game based on this movie. Yeah, yeah. gamification. Make up a game based on Over the Garden Wall. We kind of yes. did a little bit the last round. We did a little bit. That's yeah. like one form yep. of what this yeah. could be. Yes. But there are um, so many other ones. There's so yeah. many other ones. Oh, my God. Okay. So, first thought I have decided that. The Simpsons Road Rage is distinct from Crazy Taxi. Mm. I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I was thinking Crazy Taxi would be a good... uh, this one what no. <laughs> you don't remember when we talked <laughs> no, about i know of no, course I that's do. why i okay, said thank okay, you yeah. but but, but, wait, but you. do you also but so do you think it's grand theft auto 
by saying it's distinct from Crazy Taxi? No, I just think it's distinct. And that's where I'm going to leave fine, it this time. Fine, this fine. will be a very ongoing debate every time this context comes up. I love it because I'm not going to revisit that game or look up YouTube clips. I'm just going to stand in no my way. truth yeah, as I remember it, which sink could be it. a lie. Sink into that mud. I love it. Um, fuck me. Okay. So let's come up with an over-the-garden wall game. Yeah. It could be obviously yeah. a great uh, sort of just like a telltale game. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Very dialogue heavy, lots of small, isolated problems that there are multiple solutions to, and many characters and vibrant situations to interact with. A lot of different quests, too, mm-hmm. so it yeah. can be RPG-ish. Lots of fun environments. Yeah, that's true. It yeah. could be Nino Kuni uh, RPG-ish. Yeah, yeah. It really could, because they meet a lot of companions. I also well, think like an open-world walking sim set in this world would be amazing yeah hell yeah where you can like choose to play or just choose to enjoy and take it in kind of thing yeah and you can walk to any area like maybe Mm. it's like you have to find your way out of the woods and that's it Mm, that's the only and then you just go (gasps) and that would have uh, emergent code in it there would be Mm -hmm. a set of parameters but it would be like no man's sky but with characters and situations sure because this world is nonsense yeah Yeah. and basically all of these things could be randomly generated like okay so they come to a blank barn and there's a talking blank and there's a baker and a highwayman and they have to blank to escape and it's like sing and there's a horse and a barn and it's like yeah "Hmm, okay that was weird (laughs) why did that happen it's because the code just like kind of came up with it for you mm-hmm. and it would be those for infinity and eventually they'd get a little you know repetitive mm-hmm. much like anything like that would but there'd be so many fun weird things that would occur if you just sort of trusted a computer to come up with what it thought a quest was supposed yeah. to be it'd be pretty fun and maybe there are like nice. parameters behind the scenes within the code that the player is not privy to that unlock yeah. the ability to actually leave the woods mm-hmm. yeah um yeah. Because if we're That's if we're important. following the logic of the story and it's a dream, you know, it's not like if he just ran, if you randomly speed ran it and like in a in a single direction and hit <laughs> right. the edge of the woods, yeah, like, like you wake idea. up, it's like you have to you have to go through all uh, like mm-hmm. at least a certain number of experiences or yeah. be there for a certain amount of time or something right. like yeah. that. Yeah, like and that. there's crafting and cooking. So at a certain point, you're like, "Well, shit! All I have in my inventory is potatoes and molasses." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see how this yes. goes. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, I need to sleep, but all I have is these leaves." Right. <laughs> so I guess I'll just put them all over my body. It's also a survival sim. Yeah. That's, oh my god. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Wait. So let's let's lean into that. Okay. Survive. Like, take away maybe the whole idea of it being a walking sim for a sec. And what if it was a hardcore survival sim? Oh man. How do you turn up the potatoes and molasses thing is a great idea. There's there's a lot of stuff out to get you. The beast obviously mm-hmm. is always there. If it becomes nighttime, threat of the beast. You know, it's like you see the beast is always like, behind you. Exactly, always behind you. <laughs> but uh, it's not like an instant kill situation. No. It's not like mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. violent. It's right. just like you can't if the beast is around, you can't stay in one place because he might turn uh, you into a tree. Yeah. But like yeah, if you stand still, then the roots start growing. Ooh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Or if you get confronted by the beast directly, like he forces you to make a bargain or something, or like you have to sort of like go through some sort of challenge mm. in order to either outsmart the beast or to like give something up for the beast. And then like, you know, maybe that escalates. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um Ooh. It could be just a straight up survival horror game like that. Yeah, like that's pretty scary. The beast you definitely, is you definitely scary. lose the fun. Oh, you, well, you can still have the fun there. It's just there's moments of pure terror. <laughs> that's true, and that's in the show too. Yeah, 
Yeah, honestly, hey, Ellen Wake is my go-to example for how to make a horror game comfy. Yeah. Because it has very distinct day and night dis- uh, splits. You know nothing bad is going to happen to you while it's nice out. And that's kind of how over the garden wall is. Mm-hmm. When the sun's shining and when there's no foreboding music playing, you know it's just going to be a kooky little cartoon with some animals playing banjos. <laughs> but then night comes and you're like, this could get legitimately spooky. Mm-hmm. And it kind of does a little bit, like that time where they pan over the bee's body and it shows his nasty body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that the big dog monster. So the dog yeah, with that the dog turtle in monster. <laughs> or just that. That thing is pretty nasty. Like, yeah. it sets Auntie Whispers right and away. the demon. Yeah, the demon is maybe the scariest image in this. Yes. I, I like its look, teeth and face that. is like, oh, that's chilling. Like, yeah. That's actually kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. But then the next episode, they're just like fucking, there's a fish fishing in a boat. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> thanks ghost, over the garden The ghost wall. story in Endicott's mansion that turns yeah. out to not be a ghost story. That but it turns it's like, out to be a love like story. It, that would be scary in the moment, maybe. Like yeah. you might see oh, a ghost. Yeah. But yeah. then it turns out he's just <laughs> dumb. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like a great challenge to make yeah. a survival horror, first person survival horror game. Or maybe third, so you can see both characters all the yeah, time. Yeah, I like that. Third, and it's like Greg follows you around like a Pikachu in Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> so Greg's the Pikachu. We all agree. And much like yeah. most NPCs that just follow you around in games, he's functionally useless. Yeah, yeah. but just kind of says some fun things mm-hmm. and gives you rock facts every now and then if you stand there too long. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. the extra dialogue options oh. for Greg would be so oh, good. I want it. I want it I just so want bad. infinite Greg saying things. Yeah. His sense of humor is just so, <laughs> so nice. Great. I think a survival horror game like that could be really good, and it could be a fun developing challenge to make it scary at parts but mostly still whimsical. Right. The and like scary in a way that's not necessarily violently scary, yeah. but like frightening in its own sort of existential yeah. way, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like um, urgent. If you're mm-hmm. being pursued yeah. by the beast, yeah. like feeling kind of tense and like, I got to get away, but not like, holy shit, I'm going to poop. Yeah. <laughs> like like that's a, that's a different kind of survival. horror. On a very general scale. Like it's kind of what Minecraft does where like during the oh, day yeah. you just build and you're fine. Then it's at yeah. night. The creepies come out or whatever. The creepies. Uh-huh. <laughs> the creepies. So the question then would it be like a guided story, uh, sort of game, um, where there, there are like set points or it's like kind of linear. I think it would be guided story in as much as breath of the wild is a guided story. Mm. Okay. Or so like, technically open world, ooh, but yeah. certain story points. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, you can kind of do them in different orders, oh but my yeah. God. Yeah. That, that makes sense. You skin breath of the wild with over the garden. wall, Oh, oh and it becomes really good. That yeah. I mean, so appealing. I'm mad. It doesn't exist. Cause that game like sucks. Like breath of the wild is trash, it but if you just sucks. like reskinned it a little bit, it might yeah. be it's the fun. only thing like playable. It might be playable. Yeah. Pick it up. I might, I might, I might look at a glance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that game's awesome <laughs> so we all know this yep. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but I think it works with that I, yeah. I thought the same thing about a lot of games in Adventure Time and I think for the same reason that it's just such a compelling world and I want to just explore the whole thing yep. I mm-hmm. want to see it all Ugh. I want it so just bad. how many other weird dreamlike things are hiding in this world yeah yeah ski free mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the beast is the monster that eats. Sure. Them. That's it. The beast is the Eddie. <laughs> so it's just a very it's just one a, note. <laughs> yeah, it's just but it's two guys skiing down Okay. The and one was just throwing candy causing yeah. the beast to follow you. <laughs> oh, what a great game that would be. Such a great game. 
<laughs> really Ski Free was such a masterpiece. I fucking, so good. I played it so much and I hated it because it scared the <laughs> well, shit the out of me. But I would I could play it all the time. Computer for a long time. Same, same, same yeah. with it. Because of your abilities or because you had it? Because I had it. Yeah. Because it was built in. It was pre-built. It was built in, baby. So the accessories it. part of the start menu. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that game. <laughs> Thank you, Windows, for supplying pinball as well, eventually. Oh, that fucking <laughs> pinball game, man. I played so yeah. many times. Over the Garden Wall pinball. Could be good. Yeah. Could be pretty good. Could be good. Could be good. I mean, in the, in the way that any pinball game is, yeah, it's yeah. good. It's like, yeah, you yeah. can pretty much skin pinball however you want. Yeah. As long as you just reference the thing, that's really all you need to just do. Just have, like, vocal cues for Greg mm. while you're playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, w- I will say, there is a tabletop RPG called Babes in the Wood, mm. which is very, uh, oh, what's the word? Horny? It does not. Op- <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like that game fucks. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say horny. That was in there. It was in the word cloud, and I was like, "Get out of here, horny!" Now is not the time for you. Not now. Not now, horny. Hold, hold it back, horny. Hold it. I think the word I'm looking for is unapologetically. Yep. Horny. Oh, so unapologetically horny. <laughs> God, which is one word. All one big word. <laughs> It is so unapologetically horny. <laughs> it is unapologetically influenced by Over the Garden Wall. Okay. Interesting. It nice. does not hide at all the fact that it is like, hey, remember that show Over the Garden Wall? You're going to love this game. You play as a cup, as a few, as many as you want, kids that want that are exploring a world that is very whimsical, similar to Over the Garden Wall. And uh, I think that that has a lot of legs. Yeah. And can be explored yeah. super well because... As as we kind of posited, an open world over the garden wall is super compelling. It's just saying, yep. what if there were more of these occurrences before the end of the story? You just like bloat the middle of it a lot, and then you put an ending on it. Well, and tabletop RPGs are especially good for getting the character interactive elements that maybe like yeah. a video game when you have to program so much dialogue. Mm. Whereas if it's a tabletop game, you can just have conversations with yeah. NPCs that are, and as long as your DM doesn't suck. Yeah, it can be as kooky as you it want. Can, it can be fun. Like you yeah. could actually get a really good experience out of that. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, that could be kind of neat. Yeah. So I think that's less us making one up and more me one giving one a shout out. But Yeah. Me one giving one a shout out. <laughs> I <laughs> me did Me one it. giving one a shout out. It's mm. a great lyric. Turtle Thank power. Or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I would I would actually like to play that yeah, sometime. That, that sounds, sounds like fun. very It fun. exists. I believe my roommate has the PDF. So really, <laughs> well, this has been fun. Yep, yep. Go go go! I'm a baby. I'm a little baby. Yeah, I mean, I feel good about these choices we've made. Yeah. Is that like your new sign off? <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I, the episode just hard stops now. I just can't. I just can't <laughs> think of any other ideas for games that would fit over the garden wall mm. particularly well. That's okay. We come up with like a lot. We of did good come ones. up with a lot. Yeah, of them. yeah. That I'm like legitimately yeah jonesing for now. Right. right. It's a world that begs to be uh, gamed. I yeah. think actually because it's it hints at so much more mm-hmm. that you never get to see, which is really cool. And it's also a world where it feels like everything is going on regardless of whether the characters are there. Mm. And it's that's what life. makes it a good yes. open world style mm-hmm. game. Because totally. it's like, 
if the if the main characters of this weren't here, this shit would still be happening. It yeah. would just be a little different about right. how it plays out. And there were probably 30 other things that they didn't see. Yeah, exactly. They, they didn't save the coffee empire. <laughs> those, <laughs> like, those people murdered each other. But the tea people, they did okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your choices matter in this video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Endicott will remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Endicott will remember this. I want to steal. Oh, so We're here to burgle your turts. <laughs> what if it's a heist game about burgling turts? <laughs> Could also be good. That's that's it. That's the no, idea. That's a great, I can see that just being premise. a highlight mission from the game. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> out of nowhere too. Like Bioware style where yeah. all of a sudden they just throw in a weird mini game <laughs> and you're like, What? I'm playing an arcade shooter now about <laughs> burgling turts? Okay, you got it, video game. You got it. Well, guys, we did an episode about Over the Garden Wall. Oh my god, we it's did. It's the perfect fall show. It is. And and as the leaves are falling and, and, and dying and, and decaying and the world is getting a lot more bleak for heading into its darkest season, we like should the- have something whimsical and fun okay. yeah, and cute yeah, and colorful. We should, yeah. and we do. And we do, and it's called Over the Garden Wall. And we talked about it through a series of critical contexts. Do you guys remember what they all were? Absolutely not. No way, man. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, let's see. All right. Well, we did uh, Westworld was one. Yeah, we did. Yep. Gamification. Gamification. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any of the other ones? Uh, romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. Nice. What was the first one? Oh, my God. What was the first one? I literally, like I was David, answering 100% honestly David, when I said I do not remember anything that we talked about tonight. David, what was the first one? I was perfect for it. Oh, I remember now. Oh, yeah. it was... Which character is imagining this yes. whole thing? Yes. Wow. Yas Queenslay. I remembered it. <laughs> you did it. I you remember. did it. You pulled it out. But What a fun thing. Yeah. Well, uh, I am so glad that we were able to do this and uh, hope that everyone who's listening has had a chance to see Over the Garden Wall. If not, do. Mm-hmm. Even if you know what happens in it, it's still so much fun. It's such a great mood piece. And if you're lucky enough to own the DVD... It has a feature on the special features where you watch it and it's just the visual elements and the music and that's it. So none of the dialogue, sound effects, any of that. It's it's like the Yule log of Over the Garden Wall. Exactly. And the music (laughs) is so charmingly fun. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. David, did you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, sure. I am on two other podcasts, and those are the things I'd like to plug. If you like Dungeons or Dragons, you can check out The Fable Forge. It's a show that we make about those two things, Dungeons and Dragons. Also, Hypotheticast is funny, I guess, and I'm on that one. And we're about to sort of start booting that buddy back up. Now that (laughs) Emily's... Yes, one of our co-hosts had a baby child, a human baby child, and it's still small, so I think... It's just hard to take care of it when it's small because sure. it's harder to like roll them around or like they can't walk yet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Useless. There's a it's lot a, a lot of learning baby. about how useless <laughs> babies are is, <laughs> is kind of where I'm coming from. Right, right. Yeah, but we're, gonna, we're that's going to be kicking off again soon. We just released a Halloween episode. Ooh, spooktacular. So frights. scary <laughs> for the spooktacular nights. And my butt. Sorry. Great. Uh, Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, I am at mbonbon on Twitter. Uh, political tweets, puppy retweets. Uh, well, political retweets, puppy retweets. It's all retweets. Very rarely <laughs> do I give a th- an original thought to that platform. 
Um, and then a piece of pop culture that I would like people to check out. Uh, I have been watching Watchmen, but I feel like a lot of people are kind of already on board watching that. Uh, so uh, something I haven't seen a lot of chatter about is uh, Jenny Slate's new Netflix special, uh, Stage Fright. It is very good, very charming. Um, she just is unapologetically herself in that mm-hmm. special, and it's very fun to watch. She's very, she's a very sweet human. Yes, mm-hmm. I feel like it takes a little bit to get going. Yeah, um, and you kind of have to go in knowing that it does eventually turn into more of a traditional stand-up set. But it's mm-hmm. mostly a she sets the tone early of of like her energy level and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. and it, it it's pretty great energy level, kind of her anxiety and stuff. And it's yeah, nice. it's yeah. very good. She's cool. she's she's a very charming, delightful person. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian, how about yourself? No, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm on Twitter, and I forgot my handle. Uh, and I'm on and, and I'm on uh, uh, Spotify at Audio Suede. Find all my playlists and shiz. It's good or isn't? I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, pop or culture isn't. thing. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, someone uploaded Neil Breen's Twisted Pair to YouTube. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who've listened to our Fateful Findings episode and want more of that sweet, sweet Breen, <laughs> it's for free on YouTube right now, and that's about what it's worth. So definitely <laughs> definitely devote an hour and a half of your life to that. It's, it's wild. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. That man sure can't make movies. No, he yeah. sure can't. Wow. Pickle um, Breen, Twisted Pear. <laughs> Pickle Breen, Twisted Pear. <laughs> Pickle Breen Chicken Thien. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for being here with me. And I think one question I have to ask, and oh, yeah. I'm What's required that? by law. Oh, yeah. So if listeners forgive me for this, for taking our time. But David, did you have any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with this week? Is the dove never to meet the sea for want of the odious mountain? Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! <laughs> God, it really does. It so sounds good. like one. Oh, it's so, so good. It's perfect. I'm so glad you <laughs> noticed that. Oh, thank you. Thank that you was a great, great catch. Much.